kids are going to kind of follow, you know, kind of we're, we're, we're pack animals, right? Or they're, they're followers and they start to see. And so when you become amassed with children that are being kind and speaking kind to others and, and when they mess up, they own it and they reflect and they, they apologize and they do community service or whatever, it, it just starts to be the way people are. Parents walk into school and, and they are, you know, smiling and then the kids do and the teachers are. And, and you know, you, you walk into a classroom and, oh, excuse me, let, can I get you that? Or, hey, would you like to go first? And, and it's not fake. It's, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. It's how they are and it's how they want to be. Because mm-hmm. if I'm kind to you, I feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. And then I see Erica being kind to someone and it's like, gosh, I'm, I'm feeling so good. And so we want to challenge our kids to do the right things and we want them to be good citizens and, and decision makers. And this is all part of what it is. And so why can't we have this culture? Then we build those academic skills, those, you know, critical thinking skills and coding skills and the business skills, whatever it is. But why can't we do it in a kind way? Why can't we use manners? And why can't we be empathetic, compassionate learners and listeners? Right. Right. Yeah. Welcome to the Teacher Goes Podcast. This is your host, Erica Terry, and I'm so excited to collaborate with Teacher Goes to bring you a weekly show that equips educators with best practices and actionable strategies to achieve success in the classroom and foster a more connected and empowered school community. Here, we learn by engaging in honest discussions with innovative teachers, administrators, and educational leaders. Are you ready to achieve your teacher goals? Of course you are, so you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to episode 34 of the Teacher Goals Podcast. This is your host, Erica Terry. Super excited to chat with Jeff Kubiak, the author of Monsters Have Manners. And we're going to be talking about how to teach your students kindness and how to spread kindness, how to have those drops of kindness just going all over your school. This is a great conversation. Um, that, you know, is really needed to help our students learn about care and compassion and empathy. And so we're going to dive into all of that. But before we do, I want to invite you to join us every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our live interviews with our guests. We come together and record these interviews in front of the Teacher Ghost community, which is worldwide. And at the very end of the interview, our guests always stay on to make sure that they're answering your questions. And so if you haven't been joining us live, you can do so on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by following us at Teacher Goals on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. With that being said, I am going to go ahead and start the interview with Jeff and talk about how monsters have manners and how our students can too. Hi, Jeff. How are you? 
Hello, hello, my friend. I am well. How about yourself? I am good. Excited to be chatting with you tonight. <laughs> this is epic. I mean, Canada, Trinidad, Bahamas, Australia. How are you going, mates? Uh, oh, Hong Kong. I mean, this is epic. epic. I know. I love it. I get excited every week just to see um, that our audience is worldwide. So it's yeah. super exciting. Very cool. Yes. And so we're going to jump right into the conversation. Um, for those of you who this may be your first time with us, I am nosy, right? So I always like to hear the story. How did you get from most of us in education start off as teachers? And so how did you get from where you are or where you started to where you are right now as a very successful published author? Give us the deets. Yeah, well, you know, I, I taught grades four, five, and six for 10 years and um, then kind of moved to the path of administrator. But I, you know, I, I loved to write and to blog. And, um, you know, my blogs turned into longer stuff. And you get into, you know, Twitter chats and doing guest blogs and stuff like that. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I, I really, I like to incorporate things like kindness and compassion and empathy um, into all the work I do. And, you know, then I started um, forming kindness clubs at school mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and then back uh, a while ago, I, I, I thought, you know, we could always use a little bit more kindness in the world. And um, that led me to my, my first book. And, um, you know, I, I just, I love writing. It's, it was hard for me as a kid um, until sixth grade. I had this epic teacher um, who really instilled a sense of curiosity and, and, and ignited this huge fire. And, and I just, I love teaching writing and I love listening to writing the students at our school, just writing is so amazing. And so um, I thought, you know what, the world needs a little bit more kindness. Let's do it. And so I came up with my first book, one drop of kindness and from there, you know, it, it kind of bloomed, blossomed and grew into, you know, where I am now. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that infusing and bringing kindness into the world. And of course, I'm going to want to hear more about this kindness club um, that you started at your school. So let's jump right into uh, some of the strategies. Like, how did you decide that, um, you know, I'm going to start not only teaching kindness to my students, but helping other educators, helping other people to teach kindness as well. Like what made that light bulb go off um, that lets you know that you had to share this message with the world? Well, you know, I our, our world can always use more kindness. Right. And I, th I think you turn on the news and you're typically filled with crummy weather <laughs> crummy news. We got wars. We, you know, just there's enough. Right. And so, and also, you know, when you work in a, a certain school, certain demographics, like they go home to enough crud. Right. And so like, why not bring it to a place where you got the love and the kindness and empathy and compassion. And let, let's just start teaching that and incorporating that. And if you kind of build it into your DNA of your classroom and your school, yeah. It, then that's that's how it that's how it becomes part of what you do and 
you know, we, I think we take it for granted sometimes, Erica, that, oh yeah, everyone can be kind or have manners. And it's like, no, like everyone's too busy. We, we've forgotten all these things. Right. And so, yes. you know, I, I think if we're intentional about what we're doing, then we can really make it happen. Um, so, you know, that, that's kind of my philosophy of how I got that going. Yeah. So tell us, how can we as educators not take for granted that our kids are going to automatically come to us and treat each other with kindness, but instead be intentional with teaching them kindness? What can we do? Well, you know, it's it's all about reps, right? Teaching and, and learning is all about reps. Like the more reps we have, the more we build our basal ganglia. And that's where our, you know, our habit making decisions are formed, not in our prefrontal cortex. That's kind of the decisions. And so, um, these habits have got to have repetitions. And so, you know, it, how do I present in front of my students? Am I flustered? Do I take a minute to respond and to pause or am I intentionally calm? Am I intentionally, oh, yes, please. Thank you. May I? And, and the more and the more about this, we embed it into what we're doing and it becomes over and over, just like our math facts and just like, you know, doing the correct grammar and punctuation and walking in the hallways, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, and I see these questions. I'll get to the kindness clubs, I promise. Um, <laughs> but I, so it, it's it's building blocks. And mm -hmm. it's intentional and it's reps over and over until it becomes normal to say, oh, please, um, Erica, may I please borrow? Erica, may I please use? Erica, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry, Erica. I bumped into you. Thank you for that, Erica. Right. And so it's common. It's like those words are always clicking mm -hmm. just the manners wise. And then, oh, gosh, Erica, I'm sorry. You can go ahead of me in line or, oh, you dropped your pencil. Let me help you pick it up. It, we model this, right? And, and now mm -hmm. as a vice principal, the kids see me every day walking around picking up garbage, right? The kids see me smiling and throwing a ball back and joining in and, 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 and doing these things. And it, it, it becomes part of what they're doing, no matter if they go home to something that, you know what, it's not what we are. Right. Um, they come back and they know, okay, this is my safe place. Mr. K is going to smile at me today. He's going to tell me thank you and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I You're love that. Yes, and I love the model. Like modeling is so important. Modeling, like just around the board, modeling our thinking, modeling, you know, we model strategies all the time as we teach. And so modeling kindness is so important as well. And so specifically, like we keep getting questions about this kindness club. So let's talk about it, right? Because they are just popping up in the chat. Tell us about okay. the kindness club. What is it? How did you get this idea for the kindness? Club? Yeah. So one of my first years as a principal, I, um, I, you know, I, I was thinking like, how can we spread more kindness? And, you know, my, my first book is called one drop of kindness. And so spreading drops. Right. And so I brought, um, I just made it open to my top two grades, the fifth and sixth graders invited people in to call the kindness club. Um, and it started off maybe three or four kids. And then by the end of the year, there's 40 or 50. Right. Mm -hmm. And the first couple we, we, we met every week and we met at their lunch. And so, 
Um, first, it was led by me. Then a couple of um, students started initiating, right? They had ideas. They take it over. And so that's what we do as, as teachers and leaders, right? We, we get them to do things. So we would do random acts of kindness, you know, just start off small things like sticky notes to teachers or to friends. Mm -hmm. Then we painted kindness rocks. And if you picked up a kindness rock that was hidden, you brought it to the office, you got like a little a ticket, right? For a prize or something. Um, and, you know, random acts. And so we might walk around and hand out little treats or things. We would clean the garden, pick up garbage. Um, and then it started becoming community-wide, right? We would um, do clothing drives and jacket drives and, and things to, um, to the community. And so now our kindness club was, uh, you know, our, our, our whole community was becoming this, wow, it's, it's feeded and it's really, it's, it's really, yeah, it's transformational. The drops are falling everywhere. And, you know, if I challenge Erica to do one thing, Erica, you challenge two people to do something, all of a sudden it's viral, right? And it's the domino effect or whatever you want to call it. And it, it goes everywhere. And then the students are leading now. Not, I'm just kind of facilitating and hanging out and watching, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe gathering the paints or doing this. They are the ones. So it's, um, com yes, Reynard, completely transformational. And that's how you transform a, a culture and a climate of schools. And, you know, even it's, it works in neighborhoods and communities. You see it all the time, right? Yes. And so um, Reynard called it transformational. I want to talk about the impact um, of like teaching kindness, of starting this kindness club. Like how did it transform using his word? How did it transform your school or what impact did you see um, in the lives of students? So I, it, you know, you, kids are going to kind of follow, you know, kind of we're, we're, we're pack animals, right? Or they're, they're followers and they start to see. And so when you become amassed with children that are being kind and speaking kind to others and, and when they mess up, they own it and they reflect and they, they apologize and they do community service or whatever, it, it just starts to be the way people are. Parents walk into school and, and they are, you know, smiling and then the kids do and the teachers are. And at, you know, you walk into a classroom and, oh, excuse me, let, can I get you that? Or, hey, would you like to go first? And, and it's not fake. It's it's intentional. Mm -hmm. It's how they are. And it's how they want to be. Because mm -hmm. if I'm kind to you, I feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. And then I see Erica being kind to someone. And it's like, gosh, I'm I'm feeling so good. And so we want to challenge our kids to do the right things. And we want them to be good citizens and, and decision makers. And this is all part of what it is. And so why can't we have this culture? Then we build those academic skills, those, you know, critical thinking skills and coding skills and the business skills, whatever it is. But why can't we do it in a kind way? Why can't we use manners? And why can't we be empathetic, compassionate learners and listeners? Right. Right. Yeah. Yes, that is awesome. Um, love, love, love it. And so for someone that is watching right now and they're like, I want to be more intentional about teaching kindness. 
what is like a step that they can implement tomorrow? Like what's an action that they can take to just kind of start being intentional about teaching kindness at their school or with their students? Right. So, you know, if we look at kind of, you know, the the book um, manners, right? Monsters um, have manners. And at our school, we, we have a plea, like a manners month, really. So we do and you can break this anyway, but you know, a please day, thank you day, I'm sorry day, excuse me day, right? And you do it over and over. It's it's fun, it's engaging, it's game-based, and then you're rewarding because everything seems so so bought into it and it and it's easy, right? So you're modeling and you, you got a song with it and an understanding of what it the power of using the word please. And perhaps you want to collect a bunch of Legos into a jar because you're hearing please all day, right? And then, boom, at the end of the day or end of the week, they, they can make, you know, a Lego wall and you're going to build this big, you know, please palace or whatever it is. And um, and so, but you have to repeat it. It's got to be repetitional. And and so then on the thank you day, you're posting thank you notes. And here, Erica, here's your paperback. Oh, I, I, that's that's great that you gave me that, but let's try that again. Can you use the power of please or the power of thank you? Oh, thank you for this. And you're modeling and kids are doing it. And then they're starting to hear it over and over. And now we see smiley faces everywhere. Oh, excuse me. And, and you start modeling like, you know, you drop something and push in front and they trip. Ah! <laughs> right. And, and so now they've got please. They got thank you. They got I'm sorry. They've got excuse me. And you know, we don't want to force this, but when it starts to become organic and natural mm-hmm. and over and over and fun-based, engaging, right? Yeah. So now you've got all these different things. You're building, you know, Lego pleases. You're, you're got sticky notes everywhere. And also, you know, too, like, Erica, how, how does it make you feel when, when um, you know, when, when George told you that he really thinks you have a nice smile? Wow, you know, that made me feel really good. How did yes, it feel it when, when someone picked up your book? God, you know, I really like that. It was really kind of cool because it was heavy. Someone bumped into me and hurt me. And, and you start to get the feel, right? So now we got the empathy and the compassion because, oh, that person didn't do that. Let's add that. So now we have the I think, I feel. Now we have the empathy. Now we have mm-hmm. the words. And it's all coming together. And it's it's, you know, it's not... You know, it's inventing the the ball. It, it, it's doing things that sometimes we forget to do. Right. But when you know, when you're the teacher and you're the leader, and those kids are watching you, if you're pleasing all day and you're thanking all day and you're excusing me all day in a kind way, then it's just it's built in. Yes, and it becomes authentic. I love that word. And so tell us about this new book, Monsters Have Manners. So the fun thing about this is um, it is a story. I don't know if people can see this or not, right? So Yes. And then if you can kind of see at the bottom, there's this other kid there. His name is Braden. Well, that's my boy. So (laughs) Monsters Have Manners was developed by my son. He used to draw monster books, right? Okay. Yeah. And I'm actually going to show you something really cool because no one has seen this yet. Uh-oh. Yeah. So when my kid was eight, nine, and 10, 
he made books, literally made books. Oh, and they wow. were monsters books about his was math, right? Yeah. And so he's got this monster. This is when he's in, this is a second grader, mind you, right here. Yes. And so he's got these pages of monsters loving math. And like, so he developed it. And then after my first and second book, he's like, dad, can we do a book? And I was like, dude, let's. And so yes. hundreds and hundreds of monster sketches that he did over the years, right? And they became part of the book. And so it's just a fun way for us to kind of teach and learn manners. Um, you know, this kid, is he can't grasp manners. He's not using them. He wants to be a monster, and he thinks he's a monster. And in his world, no one uses manners. Those monsters are mean and scary. Rah. But little does he know, our little monsters are modeling friendship. They're so lovely and they're kind and they're doing the right thing next door to him. So he's got a messy room. Look at that monster's room. Spotless, right? <laughs> yes. And the neat thing too is that it's full. So if you look at a couple of these little pictures here, those yeah. are the actual sketches that Braden did. Yeah. Those are his. And so it's just, it's a fun story. And then it's got some, you know, resources and stuff at the end, but it, it, it just, it's a cute way. We got kids thinking that monsters are mean, but the monsters are doing the right thing. And, you know, once again, modeling, right? And, and intentional. So. Yes. And so I also know that there are some special features that go along with the book. Can you tell oh, us about that? Yeah. Like this huge secret, guys. It's 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 phenomenal. So one of our little friends with our partnership of Quiver, Quiver Vision, um, these monsters come to life and you click on the QR code. And all of a sudden, you can color our little guy, and he's going to do the—he's going to clean up your room. He does the little cleanup game, and uh, I got the cleanup song coming out soon. But um, yeah, so it's you know it's 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 interactive, it's fun. Um, you, you got these images that were illustrated by a kid, my son, and then I wrote it in a, you know a collaboration project. So it's yeah. oh, it's fun, it, and it's awesome. It was uh, it's just. Proud yes, daddy. yes. I did a children's book with my daughter. Isn't it like the greatest oh, feeling to yeah. see how creative they can be as kids? Like yeah. it just blows your mind. It, it blows it your does. mind. And so Claudia says that she can't wait to get her order for those that are watching now or watching the replay. And they're like, I got to get my hands on this book. Tell us where can they go to get it? <laughs> Looks like it can go to Amazon, right? It looks like you can go to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so it is available on Amazon. And when they want to learn more about you, learn more about how to teach kindness, where can they find you? So the, the, one of the neat things is on my website, you know, I I, I like to give, right? And I... Um, I, I know what it's like. Teachers are amazing. Teachers are the magicians of the world. Yes. And, you know, I taught fourth, fifth, and sixth, and God bless you, K to three teachers. Like, <laughs> oh my heck, the patience you have. But so on my website, jeffkubiak.com, there's, there's resources, right? And so I have these like 
these little kindness cards, right? And you can um, just print them off. Uh, maybe it'll say like, here, give three people compliments today or smile when I see you. You're ultra awesome, right? So these kind of things. Um, and there's all sorts of uh, different um, resources that are free there, of course. And then, um, you know, of course, all the books are there. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. You know, all those kind of uh, your, your all your socials. Um, and, you know, people can get in touch with me and um, I'll get back in touch with you quick. I love to collaborate with teachers. Um, I love to do, um, you know, visits to school, either via Zoom or in person. I just I love teaching. I love books. I love reading picture books are the most incredible thing to me. Um, and one of the neat things too, is like, this is all like, it's, it's easy stuff to model. You know, we got kindness club, kindness rocks, kindness drops. I feel statements and we got manners. And, and, you know, the, the neat thing about teacher goals is be, they've got it all enveloped, right. And, and helping us wrap and deliver it. And so, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm blessed. And I, I just, I, I can tell, you can tell that I'm a little bit excited about it. So. And we are so excited as well. So excited about the book and even more excited to hear in the upcoming weeks how our community is implementing kindness. Uh, we got some ideas in the uh, chat uh, where people have shared how they're implementing kindness. And so super excited to share that. Um, but we have had such a great conversation tonight. I want to end with just any final words of wisdom. Like um, when it comes to teaching kindness, teaching manners, what can you share with us? Well, you know, make it fun, obviously. And, you know, make it real. Like, is that how you actually are? Okay. Is it or not? I don't know. But like it. And and get ideas from the kids. You know, we need to learn from our students, right? Just as much as they learn from us. And so, you know, get the ideas from them. Um, yeah. Ask them. And then let, you know, for like the kindness club, especially like let them take it over. Yeah. You are checking it out, but like let them take it over. Give them the power. Empower them to make these amazing choices. And yes, Patricia, I'm so glad you use picture books in middle school. Picture books need to be mandated in middle and high school because picture books tell stories that nothing else does. And it really helps that brain. So. Yes. Yeah. And one thing I thought about from earlier with the kindness club mm -hmm. um, that I think is very wise is that even though you said you only, you only had like three or four, a handful of students and you went ahead and started it anyways. And so I think that's so important that, you know, for teachers to understand, like you can start small. Don't think you got to have 10, 20, 30, 40 kids in order to get started. Like it started with three or four. And from there, it just grew. Yeah, um, I mean, it so, takes one. Yes. It really does. It really does. Yes. So that is awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us of tonight. Course. This was such a great interview. And if you weren't there live, you missed out. He gave away several copies of the book, Monsters Have Manners. And so um, that's why it's so important for you to join us live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Teacher Goals on Twitter, LinkedIn, 
YouTube or Facebook because you never know what goodies we have in store. And I want to know what goodies do you have in store? What do you have planned to help your students learn kindness? Are you going to implement that kindness club? What are you going to do? Let us know by creating a post and tagging us at Teacher Goals or wherever you're listening from. You can review the Teacher Goals podcast and in it, just tell us how you are applying the principles and strategies that you've been learning by listening in your classroom and what results you're getting. We always love to hear how our guests, how these interviews are helping you to reach your teacher goals, which is what it's all about. And so with that being said, I just want you to know that you are a valued member of our community. I appreciate you hanging out with me, you listening. I know you are so busy. And so I appreciate the time that you have taken to hang out with us today. Thank you so much for all that you do as an educator. And like I said, I would love to hear from you. So tag us at Teacher Goals or you could tag me personally on Instagram at Erica and Terry underscore. I will see you next week. Teacher Goals and Teacher Heart Out is sponsoring a 2023 Bahamas cruise open to all educators. Guests such as spouses, family, and friends are also welcome to attend. There is an amazing lineup of speakers, and you can book your PD at sea now by putting down a $200 deposit. Attend the Sail Away Party Thursday, July 6th in Port Canaveral at 6 p.m. in preparation for Cruising Friday. You will return Monday, July 10th at 8 a.m. Scan the QR code now to sign up. You don't want to miss it.